This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Stitch Fix and by ExpressVPN. It's been a few weeks now since we last heard anything about Congressman and Florida man Matt Gates, who, as you'll recall, has been implicated in some very illegal stuff that could get him in a whole lot of trouble. Specifically, having sex with an underage girl. Mm-hmm. Which is really bad, but yeah. it's also really just the tip of the iceberg in a story that just gets more and more weird and ridiculous with every new revelation. If you want a full recap of where things have led to now, yeah. uh, go watch this video from last month titled, Matt Gates is Pretty Sus. <laughs> and, uh, and then our video the next week about the Suez Canal erotic fan fiction that had a, another update on it. But we should try to quickly just bring you up to speed here. Yeah, uh, at the end of March, the New York Times published a report saying that according to sources close to the matter... Matt Gates is under investigation by the Justice Department for having sex with a minor and also paying for her to travel with him, which would add a trafficking charge. Whoopsie. Uh, the Justice Department itself didn't confirm or deny the existence of an investigation. And over a month later, no actual charges have been issued. But more and more news about Matt Gates started coming out from various sources. And we, we should point out that at the time, even, we said that, like, uh, the the wheels of justice turn very slowly. They do. And uh, this this uh, the fact that this even existed was exposed uh, for various reasons, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. So uh, just because charges haven't been filed doesn't mean that they aren't going to be filed. It's just yeah. that someone exposed the investigation. I mean, yeah, you just look at like the Capitol rioters, and it's like the it's been the five identi- months. The identities of some of these people have been known for a while, yep. but the FBI they take their sweet time actually indicting people on stuff. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's also, yeah, plenty of stories that have come out of this, like the fact that he allegedly likes showing naked pictures of women that he's banged to colleagues in the U.S. House of Representatives, physically yeah. in the U.S. House of Representatives. Hey, check this out. You like what you see? He's, he's one of those guys. Tucker, you'll remember her. <laughs> I feel like we've all met or, or mm-hmm. known about someone in the periphery of our lives who just likes showing, uh, Naked pictures well, to other dudes. That's know, the thing cool, is like, right? like I you could see this happening if you were in college or high school or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, but this is has, he's like he's like what thirty five. But he's 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 had the college mindset this whole time. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, the allegations they also developed beyond just Matt Gates having sex with a teenager to Matt Gates paying lots and lots of women for sex and doing so in some sort of a tag team partnership with his old buddy Joel Greenberg. And, uh, yeah, it started to become pretty clear that all the potential trouble that Matt Gates is in probably, almost certainly stems from Joel Greenberg getting in trouble for a whole litany of crimes that he allegedly committed while serving as the Seminole County tax collector, uh, such as bribery, stalking, embezzlement, all sorts of corruption, and sex trafficking of a minor. Anyways, turns out Matt Gates and Joel Greenberg were sending dozens or even hundreds of young women hundreds of dollars over Venmo, Uh, with memos like tuition and school. And we know this because both men had their Venmo activities set to public like total amateurs. Come on, guys. Uh, Also, at least some of these transactions were done using Joel Greenberg's government-issued credit card. Genius. Uh, So that's the short version of everything that we've learned uh, about this case. Um, I I should say that that the reason this was exposed is because also the the weird... uh, uh, the guys that were like trying to get money out of Matt Gates's father for an investigation That's, into yeah, the that, FBI. There thing. was that whole angle of like. Yeah. But it's like those apparently were some of the guys that sniffed out this case in the first place that yeah, it there's, existed. There's this whole weird extortion angle from like the family of some guy who was like kidnapped in Iran, who's probably I almost don't know. certainly dead. Yeah, that that was a weird that. I haven't heard any news about that angle of it, but yeah, you know, pretty pretty strange. But anyways, uh, so this was kind of just. It happened. It was out there. 
Uh, he he uh, at, in between all this headlined a uh, Women for Trump rally. <laughs> Just general weird shit. Yeah. But uh, there was an update this past Thursday when the Daily Beast dropped an absolute bombshell of a story, which brings another classic weekly weird character into the fold. Would you believe? It's Roger Stone. What? Roger Stone? He's always on the, the straight and narrow. I thought he was now, pardoned. That's it. He's done. He's free. Good so for life. So when you pardon me, that means I all crimes now and, and in, in the, the future. future, I'm good to go, right? Yes. Yeah, so here's the headline. Bombshell letter. Gates paid for sex with minor, wingman says. And here's the subheadline. The Daily Beast has obtained a confession letter that Joel Greenberg wrote after asking Roger Stone to help him obtain a pardon. So as you can surmise from that, uh, Joel Greenberg, who is facing a mountain of charges, tried to get a pardon from Donald Trump and used Roger Stone as his intermediary. Uh, as you might have guessed, Joel Greenberg did not end up getting a pardon, but um, part of the pardon process apparently involves just coming clean about all the crimes that you're being pardoned for. Just put it all out there in writing. So Greenberg wrote what's essentially a detailed 10-page confession about all the crimes that he and his good buddy Matt Gates did. And the Daily Beast has that document. This man is a criminal genius. I also love the idea that, like, it, as long as you're wrapped up in, like, the GOP, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, we did some crimes. We'll just go ask for a pardon. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's as easy as that. I was a little bit bad, but... Uh, it really... was, listen, it was a wild four years. Yeah. We were all going crazy, right? Yeah, come on. Trump, come on. You're, you're about to leave. How about, you know, passing down some of those pardons over here? Uh, yeah, but the article itself, it's, it's long, but it's definitely worth a full read. Uh, but we'll give you some of the more damning paragraphs here. Um, quote, a confession letter written by Joel Greenberg in the final months of the Trump presidency claims that he and close associate representative Matt Gates paid for sex with multiple women, as well as a girl who was 17 at the time. Quote, on more than one occasion, this individual was involved in sexual activities with several of the other girls, the congressman from Florida's first congressional district and myself. <laughs> Uh, Greenberg wrote in reference to the 17-year-old. I did it. Uh, from time to time, gas money or gifts, rent or partial tuition payments were made to several of these girls, including the individual who was not yet 18. I did see the acts occur firsthand and Venmo transactions, cash app, or other payments were made to these girls on behalf of the congressman. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He did it. I was there. We banged her. We didn't know she was an 18. But now that it's in writing, you can, we're, we're good, right? It's all there. So no harm, no foul. Uh, here's some more. Quote, if I get you 250000 in Bitcoin, would that help? Or is this not a financial matter? <laughs> Greenberg wrote to Stone. Well, since you're offering. One message shows. <laughs> Quote, I understand all of this and have taken it into consideration, Stone replied. I will know more in the next 24 hours. I cannot push too hard because of the nonsense surrounding pardons. I hope you're prepared to wire me $250,000 because I am feeling confident, Stone wrote to Greenberg on January 13th. In a text message to the Daily Beast, Stone said that Greenberg had tried to hire him to assist with a pardon, but he denied asking for or receiving payment or interceding on his behalf. He did, however, confirm he had Greenberg prepare a document explaining his prosecution. In the private text messages to Stone, Greenberg described his activities with Gates, repeatedly referring to the Republican congressman by his initials MG or as Matt. Quote, my lawyers that I fired know the whole story about MG's involvement, Greenberg wrote to Stone on December 21st. They know he paid me to pay the girls and that he and I both had sex with the girl who was underage. It's right fucking there. Jesus. Uh, as part of the effort to obtain the pardon, Greenberg wrote multiple drafts of his confession letter. The Daily Beast obtained two typed versions and an earlier handwritten one. 
Certified forensic document examiner and handwriting expert Wendy Carlson compared the letter to writing samples obtained through two public records requests. She said it was her professional expert opinion that the person who authored a 2019 financial disclosure for Joel Greenberg, as well as Greenberg's 2020 Board of Elections form, was the same as the author of the letter. Quote, the person who authored the forms has been identified as the person who authored the letter, Carlson said. Okay, so he definitely wrote this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, here's more. In those letters, Greenberg detailed his relationship with Gates. He confessed to paying young women for sex, and he claimed that he, Gates, and others had sex with a minor they believed to be 19 at the time. Greenberg said he learned she was underage on September 4th, 2017, from an anonymous tip, and quickly contacted Gates. Quote, immediately I called the congressman and warned him to stay clear of this person and informed him she was underage, Greenberg wrote. He was equally shocked and disturbed by this revelation. Greenberg continued in the handwritten draft that he confronted the then 17-year-old and explained to her how serious of a situation this was, how many people she put in danger. She apologized and recognized that by lying about her age, she endangered many people, he continued. There was no further contact with this individual until after her 18th birthday. Wait, hold on. Uh, that, the implication there is that is that they were waiting until she turned and, 18. And then we started fucking again. Yeah. Now it's cool. But it's fine now. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's, and uh, by the way, double jeopardy. Double, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why, like, the, the, I think the creepiest part of the letter is that last bit yeah. where it's like... So we had nothing to do with this person ever again. Until... Until her 18th birthday. Until her, yeah, and then it was... When we immediately Venmoed her money and said, like, this is for fucking stamps. We've been waiting and, for a long time. <laughs> like, like just, just, just sitting there, waiting. Had a little Google uh, alert set up for... Oh, I'm birthday. sure that there was, like... I, this is going to come down in whatever trial where it's like there's going to be a like Google Calendar event for this day. Yeah. Like imagine like the text too is is just like I immediately what he called her sent a message to Gates and he's like equally shocked and disturbed. But when did she turn eighteen? Yeah. Because we're both waiting. Anyway, there's a bunch of other stuff Ugh. in here, like I said, a lot of back and forth between Greenberg and Stone about the whole process. Uh, at one point, Greenberg told Stone via text that the government was ramping up pressure on him to cooperate in exchange for leniency, and his own lawyers were strongly recommending that he do so. Uh, quote, The FBI, DOJ, Secret Service, and a bunch of people from D.C. have repeatedly made attempts to meet with me lately. I have declined, but they are definitely ramping up pressure. They want me to flip. They have made offers, which I've declined. I even fired my lawyers this week because they tried to convince me to cooperate and that a pardon was impossible. My lawyers that I fired know the whole story about MG's involvement. They know he paid me to pay the girls and that he and I both had sex with a girl who's underage, so naturally they think that this is my golden ticket. And while I have not had any communication with MG, he absolutely has to know that the sex charge they hit me with would be what they hit him with. I, I, ju I, I just have to go back to the fact that regardless... Of the fact that they thought she was 19, if that's really the case, Matt Gates, a, I don't want to say middle-aged because that makes me feel old, but a grown-ass fucking congressman is out having sex with absolutely no problem with, yeah. uh, like, teenage girls. It's, like, you know, it's not illegal, but it's very strange. Like, I I wouldn't even know what to talk to an 18-year-old <laughs> about. Like, they, that is such a, like, and I'm younger than Matt Gates, but the idea yeah. of, like, spending any time with... 18 year olds so that just is it's weird weird it's yeah. very weird yeah it's i i don't know it's it's he likes him 17 you say well i mean the ages are so close like yeah. obviously i was confused it's pretty arbitrary i mean yes i like him young <laughs> it can be hard to tell sometimes perfectly legal it's like it's oh a hemophilia. god 
Uh, so yeah, just based off of that, it's reasonable to assume that when Joel Greenberg ended up not getting that pardon, by the way, he did what the government and his old lawyers had been urging him to do, and most likely flipped on Matt Gates and anyone else involved in his crimes. Mm, Roger Stone, perhaps. Yeah, uh, this has been the uh, prevailing theory, and it definitely checks out. It also seems likely that Joel Greenberg feels somewhat betrayed by Matt Gates for Gates not helping him out with that old pardon. Uh, at one point, Greenberg wrote to Stone, one conversation with POTUS and he can get this done and it all goes away. But apparently that didn't happen. So Yeah, uh, from the article. But as Stone explained it in a January 30th text, a full 10 days after Trump left office, Gates was partly to blame. Quote, what I don't understand is why MJ would not help me at all and actually told me not to help you, which I tried to do anyway. In the end, it would not have mattered. Cipollone killed everything we wanted to get done, and that includes the stuff MG wanted, Stone wrote, immediately clarifying that MJ was a typo and that he meant MG. <laughs> Just to clarify, I'm talking about I'm talking Matt about Gates. Matt Gates. <laughs> and the reply, okay, he actually said not to help me? Wow, Greenberg replied. If you repeat it, you're really going to hurt me, Stone warned. I won't, Roger. I don't. And I haven't talked to him. I won't, Greenberg said, between tears, presumably. You don't understand, Roger. We were Eskimo brothers. <laughs> we were this close. <laughs> we'd take turns. Sometimes I would go first. Sometimes he would go first. We'd do it at the same time. We'd do like something we called the Eiffel Tower. I'm pretty sure we invented it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, man. We were, it was like, you know, you hang out with a guy, you think you know someone, and then and then you get arrested for 33 felonies, and you, you, you think, my boy's going to help me out here. And then he just ghosts you. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. Who can you trust? Can't trust your Eskimo brothers. Can't even trust your own Eskimo brothers. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in this article. But the biggest takeaway uh, is that it sure seems like all three of these guys, Greenberg, Stone, and Gates, are potentially fucked. Greenberg was already fucked. Uh, he was relying on Roger Stone and Matt Gates to unfucked things for him. And uh, when they didn't, he threw those two other guys under the bus, it seems that way, uh, to try to uh, ever so slightly unfuck his own situation at their expense. Yeah. Uh, if the Daily Beast got its hands on these documents and screenshots, the Justice Department has had all of this for more than a while. So this is just information that's coming to light of day. Yeah. I mean, when this drops, it's going to be it's going to be wild. I'm so excited. Well, here's what's insane is that Matt Gates is still doing his job. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's I mean, he's in an awkward position because it's like none of this is officially confirmed. By yeah, anyone. yeah. It's definitely happening. Like there's just like way too many news outlets uh, getting uh, reporting on this. It's just like waiting for like, the shoe to drop. It's like if they were if they were lying, th that would well, put them in not only that is he's, he's like about to embark on a nationwide uh, rallying tour with Marjorie Taylor Greene of all people uh, to call out uh, specifically call out rhinos like Mitt Romney. Yeah. Republican in name only, by the way, yeah. rhino. Uh, so he's like he's doing a PR tour. Under the guise of like ra like whipping up the uh, GOP. Yeah, I mean he's got to be stressed out. It's like, God, do you understand? I'm out here g getting people to like the party. G yeah. No one can help me out. Anyways, uh, what's especially crazy for me at least is that Roger Stone had just months before this narrowly avoided spending three years in prison for corruption stuff. Yeah, got out just barely, and then seems to have. A Apparently, just immediately gone back to doing corruption stuff. Well, he's an expert. Just peddling influence blatantly, like, give me 250000 in Bitcoin, I'll see what I can do. My favorite part about that is that Greenberg offered it up seemingly on it, like... Well, because, like, at the time... Oh, hey, by the way, do you want $250,000 or nothing? I mean, at the time, there was a lot of reports that's just 
I mean, not, none of it was ever confirmed, but it was just like, yeah, the people in Trump's circle are like, you know, they're uh, they're accepting uh, gifts and uh, financial transactions in exchange for, uh, you know, looking into part. It's not not promising anything, but the, the uh, whole, it seems like this was just standard operating procedure. As we will find out over the next decade, the entire administration was just providing gifts for anyone who would kiss the ring yeah. or associated Trump in any way, like the fucking made-up electric company that was going to fix Puerto Rico or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so uh, it's not clear if any money ever was actually exchanged, but I don't know if that even matters. I mean, soliciting bribes for political parties yeah. seems like it's probably a pretty serious crime. Mm-hmm. I don't know what specific crime it would be, but it seems like something you could get in trouble for. Um Especially for Roger Stone. But also, this is a guy who's been doing this exact kind of thing literally since Watergate. Mm -hmm. And he's faced almost no consequences for it. So I guess it's understandable why he'd be so casual and brazen about it. Yeah. I'll get you that pardon. Anyways, again, there still hasn't been charges uh, against Gates or even official acknowledgement of an investigation into him. But there's just way too much smoke here for there to be no fire. I mean, it's odd that given just what the public has read about in the news... It seems like there's more than enough here for the authorities to act on, but uh, who knows? This case could be even crazier than what we know. And yeah. also, like... It could be... There could be more conspiratorial... There's probably a lot more players Again, in it. to point out, I can't remember if I mentioned it at the beginning, this this happened... This investigation was launched under the Trump administration's Department of Justice. Yeah. Uh, Bill Barr. And... Uh, the, again, the wheels of justice move slow. They're going to make sure that they get this guy on everything that they can. So they're not going to yeah. rush it just because some shit leaked to the yeah, public. Yeah, the, the federal government they they like to they they like to file cases very, very that, they, that they can win. Yes. they're not gonna they're not gonna f- spend millions of dollars on uh, something that's not gonna. Yeah, work. that's the thing is it's just like their success rate in the courts is like ninety five percent or something. They're like not that. gonna. That, oh, some stuff leaked to the public, and now that like apparently he's not a flight risk because that would be one one thing, but like. He has to act normal, basically. Um, but yeah, it seems to me like there's like, yeah, okay, well, this guy's already committed the crimes. He's not yeah. going anywhere. He's no. a fucking congressman. He's a congressman. Like. So, like, uh, we can take our time with this. Yeah. 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 Anyways, yeah. Anyways, uh, so there's your Matt Gates update. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got some headlines coming up now. But before we get to the second half of the show, this episode is sponsored by Stitch Fix. You're ready to get back outside, but your closet baby says otherwise. Get some much-needed style updates with the help of Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. Try on pieces at home before you buy, keep your favorites, and send back the rest. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included. There's no subscription required, uh, so try Stitch Fix once or just set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards pieces that you keep. And there's no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids, and they ship all over the U.S. and the U.K. as well. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash weird and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That is stitchfix.com slash weird for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash weird. And this episode sponsored by ExpressVPN. A few decades ago, private citizens used to uh, be largely that, private. So what changed? The internet. Mm -hmm. Think about everything you've browsed, searched for, watched, or tweeted. Now, imagine all that data being crawled through, collected, and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record. Your record. Having your private life exposed for others to see was once something only celebrities worried about. But in an era where everyone is online, everyone is a public figure. 
To keep our data private when we go online, we turn to ExpressVPN. Did you know that there are hundreds of data brokers out there whose sole business is to buy and sell your data? The worst part is they don't have to tell you who they're selling it to or get your consent. Uh, one of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, our connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server and uh, the, our, your IP address is masked. Now, every time that I turn on ExpressVPN, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. Uh, that makes it more difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data, and it can do the same for you. And the best part is how easy ExpressVPN is to use. No matter what device you're on, phone, laptop, or smart TV, all you have to do is tap one button to get protected. So if, like us, you believe that your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash weeklyweird and get three extra months for free. That is expressvpn.com slash weeklyweird. Go to expressvpn.com slash weeklyweird to learn more. All right, now, now into the uh, weirdest headlines of the week. Yeah, uh, starting with... Torrance home invaded by more than 800 birds. And this one, I, I'll, I'll put the B-roll on the screen. This is, yeah, just uh, some random, uh, this is a real case of like, fuck you in particular. Just this one house in Torrance, which is like South LA. Um, some migratory birds just flying into this, it looks like the chimney is a giant vacuum cleaner sucking birds <laughs> out of the sky. Do they they're leave like bats, the house. Uh, like in Austin, where they're like at a certain point, they just all come out at once? Uh, no, it seems like the owner had to just go around and, like, pick them up by hand and just throw Get them out, out of the here. door. And, like, the, the 800 birds, the entire interior of their house is just covered in bird shit. They just yeah. made a huge mess. Uh, they need to find the queen bird, and then get her out. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do. <laughs> if, as long as the queen bird's still in there, they're going to know exactly. So how, how big are these in. birds? Uh, they're little birds, like, uh, okay, good. I can't remember what. Imagine the 800 crows. See that? Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. But um, yeah, this specific type of migratory bird, this is something that comes up. There's uh, some house up in like Santa Barbara County had the same thing happen. But the owner was lucky enough that they had one of those screens on their fireplace. So, mm. But it was still, it was like a thousand birds in their fireplace being like, hey, let me in. Let me yeah. in. And they're like, well, what, what the fuck do we do? Mm -hmm. And there was, uh, there was some building in downtown LA for decades that was like just a designated... Uh, Bird spot. Pit stop for migratory birds for years. Yeah. <laughs> just like thousands of birds would fill up this warehouse. It's like the, uh, the swallows, the Capistrano or whatever. Yes. That's, I remember from like Looney Tunes the or something. Swallow, like I mean, yeah. Swallows, the Capistrano. There you go. There you now go. They're, they're making their way up to Torrance because of that right. global warming. That's right. <laughs> uh, Boulder's Block Road in Boulder Canyon near Boulder, according to Boulder County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> well, what did you expect? Boulder, Boulder, Boulder. What did you expect here coming to Boulder? They didn't say whether this small boulder was the size of a large boulder or vice versa. Remember There's that? one of the headlines. Remember that viral boulder tweet? Mm -hmm. or, yeah, it was a tweet from... I don't think that was actually in Boulder. I think it was like somewhere in California. This is like that sentence where it's like a full sentence, but it's buffalo, just the word buffalo, buffalo, buffalo over buffalo. and over again. Boulders. Boulders, boulders, boulders. boulders. They had fun with that one. Yeah, tell. but look, that's, that's what you came here for, the boulders. Yeah. And that's what you got. Who moves to Boulder, Colorado, expecting not to uh, encounter a couple of boulders in Boulder Canyon, a canyon literally named after boulders that fall off the canyon? Yeah. When I picture Boulder, Boulder Colorado, I picture a postcard that's just a giant boulder with a door on the front. You yeah. go inside, and that's where everyone lives. I, yeah. I've never been to Boulder, but I assume it's like the town that Fred Flintstone lives in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bedrock? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's just like that. I, I just have to assume that that's what Boulder, Colorado is like. Yeah, and an elephant does your dishes. Yeah, and all the cars have stone wheels, mm-hmm. and you move them with your feet. I miss the old America. Yeah. <laughs> Make America run on dinosaurs again. Yeah. Man builds poop wall after property line dispute with neighbor. Be a lot easier if you had 800 birds to help you out. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's a lot of but, droppings. You know, if you got if you got a lot of shit, just build a... It, it, yeah, just put put a big wall of shit right on the property line on your side and be like, well, uh, if we're enforcing property lines, then uh, this is my land and you can't do anything about it. So was it his shit or dog shit or cow shit? Cow shit. Manure. So he was just, you know, buying this for the sole purpose. Also, that's a, it's a potential bomb that you're making on the property line. Uh, yeah, especially as summer gets closer and closer. That's uh, a threat. That is, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I love hearing about petty property line disputes mm-hmm. and the shit people do. Be- becoming a homeowner does something to people's brains yeah. where uh, this is your kingdom and you must defend it. I think it's like mm-hmm. a lot of people like just get <laughs> bored and they're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a fight. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm bored. I'm going to start a fight. I'm going to start a war of aggression. With Usually it's neighbors. like the entire neighborhood versus the HOA. But then yeah. like a couple, they'll, they'll go at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, even in places with HOA, there's, you know, there's shills. And then there's there's rebels, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, there's snitches for the HOA who go mm. around and uh, like, oh, this guy, he uh, his garage door was open past midnight for more than five minutes. Imagine being that person. It's that kid from recess with yeah. the notepad. That yeah, bastard. It's, it's people that should have become cops, except probably not. I'm glad they're not cops. Hey, just uh, you know. Came over to you guys' place today with a little chaotic energy. Uh, actually, I, I was just, you know, you know, I'm a little busybody, so I pulled up the plans, the old plans to these property lines, and uh, you, actually, four inches this way. This is my line. Well, you guys have fun. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Louisiana lawmaker argues schools must teach good of slavery. Classic both sides are. Yeah, listen, you know, if we're going to talk about slavery, why are we uh, painting it as just a completely bad thing? There's... Why aren't we going to teach kids uh, about all the good aspects of, uh, you know, kidnapping people from another continent and forcing them to, to work under brutal conditions for their entire lives? Why aren't we going to bring up the good aspects of that, like how uh, you, farmers could get really rich? I don't know what good aspects he's talking about, but... Uh, uh, certainly ones that only benefit... Uh, yeah. Yeah, him. And this is, like, this is in response to, like, you know, the school's... I think under, under Biden, he's trying to get more, like... Uh, you know, more education on stuff like how slavery what actually was bad. happened. Yeah, in because American we history. do have like a lot of southern states. Like their curriculum on U.S. history is just like Confederate propaganda. So yeah, you get this guy. He's like, oh, this critical race theory stuff. Where they're trying to say that uh, you know slavery was racist. Well, you know, who are we to say? <laughs> who are we really? We to weren't say? there. It's, and they keep taking all the statues away. So how am I supposed to learn about it? Yeah, <laughs> if I don't. I don't have a statue of it within my, like, line of sight at any given point. I forget about the past. No. Shock in Jerusalem community as rabbi outed as undercover Christian missionary. Wow. This story is weird. This guy's like a full-on rabbi in Jerusalem. Okay. But they, some organization over there claims that he's just doing the long con for like 10 years and he's actually a missionary from the U.S. A lot of these uh, these evangelicals they what, with the purpose of converting yeah people from Judaism yeah these evangelicals they treat sh- this shit like Pokemon it's yeah. like like remember that guy who tried to go to that uh, <laughs> Sentinel Island or whatever to oh, yeah. in the Indian Ocean to convert 
with the tribe because it's like that would be that'd like, be great. That'd be that's yeah. achievement unlocked. Like no one else has done that. Like yeah. they they see it like that. So this guy is like, oh man, I'm gonna get like so much free shit in heaven if I go to Jerusalem and convert a bunch of like Orthodox Jews to Christianity. Like he just keeps calling back, huge. like, no, nah, I still I need more I'm money and more time. <laughs> yeah. He's, they're tough nuts to crack. Yeah, it's like this guy's wife died like two years ago, and she's buried in a Jewish cemetery. Like I don't it's know, a real long con. It's, yeah, it's crazy. But their their evidence for this is that this guy's daughter was uh, a little loose lipped in school and was like, "Jesus loves you, whether whether you believe in him or not," which is a weird thing for a child to say if they are a Orthodox Jewish child in uh, Israel. Yeah, it's a bit odd. It sounds like something they'd probably hear at home, but I don't know. It's wild. Well. I mean, at this point, why can't you just be like, I, I mean, I converted or whatever. If he, that's what he said. He's like, yeah, I had a little dalliance with uh, Christianity for a couple of years back there. But now I'm... We experimented in, with Christianity in college. Yeah. But like yeah. his story, he's like, he claims he was born Jewish and both his parents were. But people say they've looked up like records. It's like, no, he's <laughs> absolutely not. I don't know. This is wild. Yeah. Chaos erupts immediately after Northeast Kentucky gets its first roundabout. The, the video of this is so... Did anyone watch their car over it yet? No, not yet. But it's like uh, it, people just like not knowing people literally driving on the wrong side of the road. Um, like it's hard to even wrap my head around how what these people were thinking. Well, people like legitimately because uh, I, I remember my first roundabout. It's intimidating your first time. The first. Yeah, the first and, time. And it's not I, just that. It's you have to rely on everyone else doing abiding by the correct traffic yeah. laws for the roundabout which is also intimidating because you don't know if the person that's coming at you is going to yield or if the people yeah. waiting aren't going are actually going to yield or just go straight into it it's a and it's funny that america is just like i don't know let's try it and see how people do and it always ends poorly yeah it's i mean like i've driven in a ton of roundabouts in europe and new zealand and i think they're great like yeah. you, you get you get around so much faster when like you have and everyone can just go through, like you slow down a little bit, but you never have to stop. It's probably great for your car and your brakes and shit, not yeah. having to hit the brakes every quarter mile. They have them all over uh, in my hometown, and every single time they put a new one in, like one of the big ones, not like a neighborhood one. Yeah. But every single time, it's just like this. It's like, yeah, what some, do I do? Some 79 year old woman yeah. just either drove straight through it into the fountain that's in the middle or whatever. <laughs> Or sat in the yield position and never entered the roundabout, it's, causing uh, catastrophic traffic uh, backups. You just, you just turn right, and you and you you, you, you just go, and you turn right again when when you get to the part you need to get to. The most frustrating is like, at least for me, uh, like when you're sitting and you're yielding, and the people in the circle slow down because they're like, oh, is he going to go? Or it's yeah. like, no, you you go. You have to be going. Yeah. They, oh God, there's a there's a roundabout. I think it's in Britain. It's like the most insane roundabout. It's got, it's a giant roundabout with like five mini roundabouts inside of it. Like this, when I look at this one, that's how I, that Americans probably feel looking at just like any roundabout. Yeah. Or I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. How are people not dying doing this every day? Americans would much rather sit for 15 minutes in a hard red left turn yeah. <laughs> than go through a fucking roundabout. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It is. And once you learn how to use them, they're great. But the problem is, is that city planners just fucking drop them. And they're like, look, people will get it. They'll Figure get it out. It. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. It, it's got to be. Because like, yeah, in Europe, or like, especially when I was in New Zealand, like 
you, there was no traffic lights outside of like metropolitan areas. Yeah. Like it just didn't happen. And they had roundabouts for like fucking highways. Yeah. Which is crazy. So it's, but like, yeah, you, when, when you live in a country like that where they're so common, you yeah. just, you're used to it. The wildest thing is my parents, they have a fucking, it apparently is the most efficient thing in the fucking world, but it's a on-ramp, off-ramp highway with an intersection below it. And the intersection below it, the way it works with all of the traffic flowing perfectly is that for about a quarter mile or a half mile, you are the driving switch. on the opposite yeah, side of the road. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's, I was... That that would confuse me. People, I would be very confused by that. I because I still follow, I, I still like I'm subscribed uh, to email and on when I when I was on Twitter to the local newspaper. A month, every fucking article is people losing their goddamn minds about this uh, thing when it opened up. It's like I I don't even go to Lakewood Ranch anymore. Is it possible? My what favorite restaurants there. <laughs> My favorite restaurants. There. I can't even get to it. Ah. Oh. McDonald's robber demands chicken nuggets, has to accept breakfast food because it was still too early. All right, fine. Give me that uh, McMuffin, but it's a pancake. It's 1029, sir. We had, you know, we got to do a whole thing before we can start uh, cooking, cooking the chicken nuggets. They're still in the freezer. They're still un, uh, unfreezing in the fridge. Fine. Fine. I'll take a, take a uh, McGriddles. <laughs> That's the one with the syrup inside of it. Inside yeah, they're of delicious. The, the bun. It's a pancake bun. I will say when they started doing McDonald's, like they started doing like breakfast all day on certain things. Eh, I can't even remember what point of my fucking life I was in, but I was just like, I remember it being so frustrating that they had breakfast. You get breakfast for dinner. But if it was like 930 in the morning, I couldn't get chicken nuggets, much like the robber here. Yeah. It was just like, you know, do like, I don't know, chicken nuggets and fries all like in the morning too. Yeah. Or it's like, it was like, you know, like 430 in the morning after an all night, all night bender. Just being yeah. like, you're not ready great. for breakfast. I want chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. I want chicky chicken nugs. Come on. Yeah. Baby legally named corn by accident. Sick. Yeah, the, this lady posted the, the birth certificate she got in the mail on Twitter. Very mm-hmm. funny. The kid's name is corn with a K. I, I think but the R is not backwards. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the name was supposed to be Cora. Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, capital A, maybe if you're, you know, you're, it's like a lowercase. You're like a, uh, you're a woman who just gave birth. You're kind of out of your core. Like, all right, you, sh- ma'am, are you sure? Hell yeah. I think I told the story before, but my, my, my one of my friends, when he was born, uh, his dad was drunk and did the thing, and so his first name and middle name was the same. He was Michael, <laughs> Michael, and that was last name. <laughs> <laughs> and they never changed it in high school. Michael, Michael, it was literally was on Michael, his driver's Michael. license. I don't want to like dox him, but it was Michael, Michael, and then last name. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. New Orleans police looking for man who stabbed someone while wearing Chewbacca costume. It's that damn lady who can't stop giggling with the mask on. And then Chewbacca, and then Chewbacca giggled away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they should probably look for the guy in the Chewbacca costume. Mm. But if you're looking for leads, I would, I would imagine the person in the Chewbacca costume is probably, probably your main suspect. And you say, how tall was he? Seven foot? I think this person's normal height, which is like, why would you choose to be Chewbacca? Yeah. I, got, I, I didn't n- notice this when we went to uh, New Orleans, but I guess I guess they have, the French Quarter has the same sort of Hollywood Boulevard uh, rogues gallery of costumed freaks. I mean, I was we do. F- fucking wasted, so I don't remember, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. remember much of that trip. That's the thing about New Orleans. It's, uh, I remember Café Dumont at 3.30 in the morning. I remember just brief flashes of the Café Dumont and eating beignets and getting <laughs> getting powdered sugar all over myself. I remember getting to the hotel and take, like, oh, take oh my, my shirt and like, what the fuck? 
They're very hard to eat, especially if your coordination is and and you're good. literally just completely <laughs> smashed. <laughs> just powdered sugar everywhere. Delicious though, and they're open very late. Oh, so they have the same problem. It's like when SpongeBob fights Spider-Man on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. I, every city's got them. I guess so. Yeah, New York definitely has it. Does Chicago Vegas? have it. They stand by the Bean in Chicago. I don't. I haven't seen any of them in Chicago. Oh, Vegas definitely has. Ve- them. Yeah, Vegas has some. Some real unfortunate-looking ones. There's like an Elmo in Vegas that I always see. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, come on. Just take it to the dry cleaner, at least. Like, uh, yeah, the Mickey and Minnie, but they're like the ones where it looks like this from the 30s, like the yeah. evil-looking Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, it's a very you know, yeah. unofficial DIY. <laughs> yeah. And final headline. Diner patron tells Fox News, like it says in the Bible, America is supposed to be the city on the hill. <laughs> says right there. As it was written... <laughs> So it shall be. Jesus said when on the third day when he returned, said, uh, you know, taxes for corporations should not exceed 20% exactly. in America. Mm-hmm. Or that's theft. That's just Joseph and, Smith uh, reading the stones. So yeah. That's what came out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something about uh, shall not be infringed. And I can the... fuck seven wives. Yeah. And it says right here in the stones. I just love, I love this shit. Christianity in America is like, Basically, a different religion than in a lot of other countries. Uh, it's uh, it's evil in ways that could never have been anticipated because it's kind of like a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like whatever the person, however someone wants to justify their fucked up beliefs, they can do it with the Bible. Yeah, it's uh, it's surprisingly easy. They probably shouldn't have been as vague about a lot of stuff in there as as they were. Yeah. Probably should have been a little more direct, St. Paul. You mean I'm supposed to that? learn from these stories? Why don't you just give me the instructions? Yeah. Why doesn't he be so long? Why is there four versions well, of this Jesus story? So that's the thing, too, is it's like, I've been to church a couple times when I was a kid, but it's just like, it. and depending on where you go, specifically a lot of places in the South, will just tell you their interpretations of what they're reading, which mm-hmm. aren't even close to what the lesson should be. Yeah. Like what was that? When the, wasn't there a guy recently that was like, "Jesus would have hated if your wife was ugly," or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, the guy who was like, "Too many ugly." The chicks. Lord wants wives to be hot, like Melania Trump. <laughs> yeah, trust me on this one. It says it right here. Yeah, <laughs> what a country. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode. A little shorter than usual, but uh, they can't all be an hour long. Yeah, it's for our benefit and yours. Also, uh, end of this month. Get ready. We're taking a week off. Yeah. You guys need a break from us. Bye-bye. We're <laughs> <Cortez. laughs> Done. <laughs> Vaccinated. Gone. See ya. Yeah. So a uh, week off at the end of May. Uh, set your schedules accordingly. But, uh, you know, hey, when we took a break off in January, we came back. First of all, so many pl- things that happened. there was plenty of news. And second of all, people actually, like, realized that we were gone. And they're like, oh, we should watch w- more of the videos. Yeah. So it's like, you got to miss me guys- much. Yeah, you got to leave you hanging a little bit. Yeah. So miss me yet? get ready for that. Uh, anyways, we'll be back for uh, we're not going to change anything until then. So we'll see you very soon for another video. Yeah. Uh, watch our most recent episode of News Dump over here where we talk about the worst movies of the year and also how the Oscars has- is just like, just end it. Nobody's watching. It did mm-hmm. real bad. Uh, also, a brand new episode of Tech News Day where you can learn more about NASA and Mars. Check both of those out. We'll see you soon. Bye.